0: Pandemic, social unrest, the state and the White House. You are listening to The John DiPietro Show.
1: Well, folks,
2: good afternoon. Right now, it is 106, and you're listening to The John DiPietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program is brought to you by Endzone Sports Pub. Stop in and see them. You know, Dana runs. Such a great place. Good afternoon, Dana. Uh, great place to watch your favorite sports team like PC. Big East Tournament coming up. we got March Madness coming up. It is clean. It is friendly. And the karaoke on Friday, Saturday nights is just terrific. End Zone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Well, folks, right now, again, at 106, you're listening to the John DiPietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. And just to repeat, I don't want to be uh, redundant about it, but... It is exciting that um, next week and then I don't know how long um, we will be uh, coming to you from we're going to be at the Ukraine border. Uh, I'm going to be traveling there over the weekend and then we're going to be there until further notice. Let's see where this. uh, This war goes into right now, I'm here seeing the Ukrainians are hiding underground from Russian attacks But uh, it should be – you don't want to miss it. It should be very, very interesting uh, broadcast next week. I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, They're not easy to pull off. But to me, this is history that's going on right now. You deserve to know what's going on. And um, we're going to do our our best to bring it to you. So – so that is um, <clears throat> the international one that, all. <laughs> or as Sal says, from North Maine to Ukraine. Uh, that's uh, again the Ukraine border. And folks, again, I'm not <clears throat> we're not um I'm not demented like Putin. Uh, I plan to you know we're gonna the biggest border crossing is through Poland, and we're gonna spend a bulk of the time, or uh, at least starting out, uh, see where the battle goes in in Poland. And then we'll um, that that obviously borders right there at, at Ukraine. And in looking at different ways to try to pull this off, since he seems hesitant to attack a NATO country, we thought it might be safer. So I want to move around. There are some good reports. Let's hear the latest now on what's going on over there. And the plus you have the State of the, address of the Union address. And this this was, was um, correspondent
3: Peter Alexander joins us. with at- Peter, good morning.
0: Savannah, good morning. The president was initially eyeing this speech as a reset of sorts, an opportunity really to focus on his domestic priorities, but the Russian invasion obviously has forced him to dramatically revise this speech. It will not be a wholesale overhaul of his planned address, we're told, but the president will emphasize his long-running theme of defending democracies against autocracy. The State of the Union addresses the biggest stage for any president. But tonight, President Biden faces unique challenges both at home and abroad. Juggling the war in Ukraine with the worries of Americans. And while the COVID situation is improving nationwide, Americans are struggling with record inflation and soaring gas prices. Still, senior advisors say the president will present an optimistic view of the country's future. President Biden recently detailing what he hopes his legacy will be. I hope my legacy is that I was able to restore some decency and honor to the office. I was able to bring the middle class back to a place where they had real opportunity, given an even chance to succeed. And I was able to reconstruct our alliances, which had been frayed so badly internationally. But Americans have been largely unimpressed with low approval ratings in his first year in office. A new poll showing only a third of Americans are satisfied with the president's handling of the Ukraine crisis. On Monday, President Biden trying to downplay the risk of a nuclear standoff after Vladimir Putin put his nuclear deterrence forces on high alert.
4: Mr. President, should Americans be worried about nuclear
0: war? No. While the U.S. is leading a coalition of allies ratcheting up stiff sanctions against Russia and delivering hundreds of millions of dollars in military and humanitarian aid to Ukraine, the White House has ruled out imposing a no-fly zone over parts of Ukraine, despite President Zelensky's urging the U.S. and NATO to do so. Is there any way in which the U.S. would support a no-fly zone? Secretary
3: ...would be shooting down planes, Russian planes. That is definitely escalatory. That is not something the president wants to do.
0: Lawmakers speaking out overnight after a classified briefing on the crisis. It clearly appears to be a war to terrorize the
4: population, and I, and I think in many ways the worst is yet to come in that regard. They're clear of focus at this point. If you just watch how they've positioned the troops, he's progressing towards laying siege. Like a like a medieval siege of Kiev, at which point you're gonna have a bunch of millions of starving people.
3: Peter, given all of this, the Ukraine crisis, how much room does the president have tonight to focus on domestic issues? Will it be a one-topic speech or will it be the usual laundry list we see in these State of the Union addresses?
0: Well, it's definitely going to be a high-stakes balancing act for this president tonight. Some officials here have told me that they hope America's collective COVID haze is lifting with serious illness and cases dropping dramatically. And while most Americans think the worst of the pandemic is behind them, new polling shows they're not giving President Biden credit for that improving situation. AIDS, to your point, do say he'll also need to talk about. He'll also talk about the need to demonstrate American leadership before the world when democracy is under threat. They say overseas and here at home. And he will focus on his agenda, like bringing down the price of prescription drugs and beyond, and other aspects of what was the Build Back Better plan. Uh, finally, even if it's no that. longer packaged together under one umbrella. Savannah. All right,
3: Peter. Thank you very
2: much. And you're to you know, again, um, of course, people don't. Why? Why would we? give him credit for it. No. Why why we would he give it no. He didn't their COVID response failed. And he can't uh, listen, I, I'm gonna watch because I have to watch. I really then want to see the Republican response. What's also should not be lost folks is the squad. They also want to give a response. The 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 Democrat Party, the reason why they're going to just get annihilated in the midterms coming up in November. Is because the Democrat Party, and I, I want you to, folks at 112, you're listening to the John DiPietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program is brought by the Lodge pub and eatery. I love it there. 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Uh, I can't wait. When I get back, when I whenever that is, um, well... I Your visa's for 90 days, so we'll see. But I am going to sit out on that deck at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road. And I'm going to make sure I have an Uber ready to take me home. But, folks, delicious food. You're going to love it. Big screen TVs, the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in in Lincoln. Um, the the Democrat Party and Biden in basically just being strangled and letting the squad Take them over the Democrat Party and more people. You know, there was a good story that in uh, Texas near the border, all of these people that were Democrats are now flipping and they're running as Republicans. And it's very simple. They're saying, I, I can't, I can't run as a Democrat. I don't, you know, the Democrat Party left me. The Democrat Party now is all about critical race theory. It's about Black Lives Matter. It's about socialism. It's it's not. I, I want to give him credit. Jerry Zorella, who was a big Democrat, and then he switched, became a Trump supporter. said He said this was year. This was in 2015 when Trump arrived in the scene. And Zarella said, you know, the Democrat Party used to be the party of working people. Now it's all takers. All they do is hate. Governor McKee, every time he turned around, he's handing out more money to people. That's our money, by the way. It's not even in his vocabulary to to think of a tax cut. All right. But I do like this. I find, don't you find it inspirational, the world reacting to the crisis in Ukraine? Let's get again here. This is the uh, latest from NBC News.
4: In Chicago, millions young and old speaking with one voice. (laughs) Saying, we stand with Ukraine.
1: All my thoughts and all my mind in Ukraine right now.
4: The U.S. home to more than 1 million Ukrainians. For many, their only option to rally others in protest. They want to hear the Ukrainian voices. They need to hear your voice. They need to hear our family's voice. At the White House, the first lady wearing a mask with a sunflower. Oh. Ukraine's Put national flower. And in Salt Lake City, a massive rally outside the state capital. Get rid of the Several mask. states also calling to end the sale of Russian alcohol. Maryland's governor wants to sever all financial ties. We're not doing anything to support uh, Russia in any way or their economy. In New Jersey, a prayer vigil. We pray for peace. We pray for the souls of those who have been lost. Overseas protests in major cities around the world. More than 100,000 marching in Berlin, 80,000 in Prague, and tens of thousands in Rome. Berlin! israelis outside the parliament building in jerusalem calling on their government to take stronger action against russia
3: it's not just an attack against ukraine it is an attack on the whole
4: free world yes. the sports world leading the way in an all-out boycott fifa now banning russia's national and club soccer teams from international competition after teams from Poland, Sweden, and the Czech Republic refused to take the pitch against Russia in the upcoming World Cup playoffs. Fans doing their part too, showing support for Ukrainian-born players. Striker Roman Yaramchuk moved to tears when supporters in Portugal showered him with a standing ovation and waving signs saying, We are with you. And at the request of Ukrainian officials over the weekend, people from around the world have donated tens of millions of dollars in cryptocurrency to the government and to NGOs there. Just another way the world is coming together, you guys. And that's an extraordinary one to support Ukraine. in ways large and small all over the world. Indeed. You you. know, and
2: again, folks, I, I get it that people could say, well, what's that? Well, you know, listen, as I've said in the past, it shows support. It shows support. I think people should be encouraged by that. Um, And I also want to, um, I want to also, I would like to, folks, at 117, again, good afternoon, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. Uh, Let's see, latest report, Putin moves family members to nuclear bunker in Siberia. I don't know. Is that real? Is that not real? But I want to, I received an email. If you'd like to send me an email, visit the website, depietro.com and then just click on Contact John. This was, listen, where the translator now gets very emotional as he was um, addressing uh, all of, of Europe starts to get, this was the um, the president of, of um, Ukraine. Listen to this, folks.
5: We are fighting just for our land and for our freedom despite the fact that all large cities of our country are now blocked nobody is going to enter and intervene with our freedom and country and believe you me every square of today no matter what it's called it's going to be called as today freedom square in every city of our country nobody's going to break us we are strong. We are Ukrainians. We have a desire to see our children alive. I think it's a fair one. Yesterday, 16 children were killed. Again and again, President Putin is going to say that it's some kind of operation, and we are hitting a military infrastructure. Where are our children? What kind of military factories do they work at? What tanks are they going with? Or uh, launching cruise missiles? He killed 16 people just yesterday. Oh. Our people are very much motivated, very much so. We are fighting for our rights, for our freedoms, for life, for our life. And now we're, we're fighting for survival. And this is the highest of our motivation.
2: You know, that is, um, folks, again, the translator you could hear is getting um, choked up with that whole thing. I also saw... I follow him on Twitter. And again, uh, good afternoon at 119. You're listening to the John DiPietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Someone who is a uh, wartime correspondent. He's a real wartime correspondent. But his uh, coverage has just been um, really, really remarkable. And let me just... Um, find him quickly just because i just retweeted him as i was listening to that matthew chance now i don't know um, if if you've been following him he's the guy i mean he is right out there he was the one that was standing near a a grenade but he just spoke and i'm going to try to find it he interviewed president Zelensky, who's in a bunker right now in ukraine and that is what a get but this guy is really, really remarkable. He was, um, I'm going to play some of the sound of him. Uh, he, he is, uh, Matthew Chance is his name, senior international correspondent, based out of Moscow, by the way. He does speak Russian. So, boy, I'd love to find a way to um, interview him when we're over there. I don't I don't know if that's going to be possible. Let me just play. This is... Um, this is some of the coverage uh, of of him, and I want to um, let me just see if I can pull this up where he. Uh, yeah, listen to this, folks. This is where he is the
6: outskirts of Kiev. And this is one of those Russian-Soviet-era vehicles, which is completely burned out. You can see this is a bridge, actually. It's an access point to the northwest of Kiev, the Ukrainian capital. And the Russian column that has come down here has been absolutely hammered. Obviously, we're still in a very exposed situation right now. But if I can just bring you along here, there's the debris everywhere, the twisted metal of these vehicles. This is obviously just a, just a truck carrying supplies. We saw the armoured vehicle in front there. I'm looking around. Absolutely. Look at this. I mean, what kind of munitions does it take to do that to a car, to a vehicle? You know, I know that I've just been speaking to the local Ukrainian commanders here. They've been saying that they were using Western anti-tank missiles um, to, to attack these columns. Look, so recent, the battle, this vehicle is still smoking. There's still smoke coming out uh, the back of that. Uh, ammunition boxes on the ground there's unexploded grenades in various like, like pineapple grenades everywhere you know, a real scene of devastation um, along this bridge according to the local Ukrainian military that I've been speaking to there may be as many as 10 10 I mean look, I mean it's a bit of a almost a cliche but uh, obviously somebody's brought A memento from home. You know, and now it's uh, scorched and lying with the... Scorched? The debris of the... Debris. In this case, failed attack.
2: It's with the debris. Debris. I mean... Military.
6: You know, all along this bridge, which is an access point, there are these vehicles that have been hammered by the Ukrainian forces. A bit of a, a Russian uniform there lying on the floor. I can tell you, I, I toured this area earlier, and there are some terrible things that we can't really show you on camera in terms
2: uh,
6: of uh, dead bodies. Uh, Russians still lying here on the ground.
2: Yeah, and
4: This vehicle it,
6: here is obviously from so the Russian for, military. It's got so, far, the so much for no uh, comrade left, left behind. In tape or in paint. That, that, I think that stands for Vostok, which is the Russian word for east, which um, implies that these military equipment they came from the east divisions of the russian military what i was saying that i'm gonna start look, talking about this i don't want to show you this too much but there's a
2: jeff there's when i'm over there, there i'm gonna say did soldier, the military
6: but is lying there dead on this bridge <sighs> lying there dead on this bridge at his column has attempted to to drive in have been thwarted ukrainian officials the ukrainian soldiers who i've been speaking to over the past couple of hours are absolutely enthused by this victory they say that they've scored it's not just here we've seen instances all over the country where the ukrainians have really pushed back against the russians and it's it's really made them feel that they can win this war but yeah the big question is what will russia do now if it has sent in as it seems it has an underpowered invasion there is a very strong chance, I would say, and anyway, I live in Russia, and I've covered Russia for many, many years, Yes. Yeah. that they could double down and go in much harder, and that is the big risk he
2: now. He lives in Russia.
6: For the Ukrainian military to celebrate their victories. Um, big question is, what will the response of the Russian military and the Russian political leadership be, John?
2: Now, this guy, I mean, he's the real deal. He is. And again, folks, Matthew Chance um, senior foreign correspondent lives in Moscow, so he, he can also speak Russian, but um, he has you know, the only thing is, though, so he has an interview, and is I haven't seen or heard it as of yet, but he did speak with uh Zelensky, the president of Ukraine. Um, I also like this story U.S. intelligence agency, their top priority right now is understanding Putin's top of mind for those that little late to the game he um he certainly seems like he's been going off the rails is is an understatement as a matter of fact so now i want to stay on schedule folks this portion of the john DePietro show it's 126 it's tuesday welcome to march it's march 1st we march on i think it's justin bieber's birthday as well um is brought to my brother's disposal come on brother call brother's disposal brother roland Get a dumpster in your driveway with Brother's Disposal. Call for an estimate, 401-688-0517. Look for them on Facebook. It's Brother's Disposal. Now, they're also offering weekly trash collection services. But if you have some unwanted belongings, it's Brother's Disposal, 401-688-0517 for brothers come on brother it's brother's disposal if you would like to clean out your basement or your attic i'm telling you it's so much easier if in fact you have that dumpster outside your home or business and then you just you go and toss stuff away and then at the same time um it's just so much easier for you to throw it away and then they deliver the dumpster and then they come in and um and remove it uh when you're done when you're filled up so I, I I've told the story. I had a friend of mine. He was he was moving, and um, he said his brother had moved. I, I don't. I'm not going to say exactly where they were, but he said his brother made uh, his brother made 25 to 30 trips to the dump. And I thought that that is how long did that take? You should have just called Brothers Disposal. So when he moved, my friend, he ended up going through three dumpsters. Of stuff that they they would just they didn't need old rusted sleds, um, you know, just stuff that he had. He had an older relative that they never had an old tea set and some broken chairs and all this. Like, what are you dragging that stuff around for? Stuff that was in boxes and all this other stuff. Brother's Disposal, 401 517 Come on, brother. It's Brother's Disposal. All right. Now, right now, folks, let me bring you up to speed on um, all of the headlines. And just a reminder, again, next week, I think you're going to like the broadcast. Starting Monday, we're going to be over there. Boy, I hate seeing this. Russia pummels Ukraine's number two city as the convoy now just keeps moving towards the capital, this is, this is terrible. What can be, what can be done about this? <clears throat> um, boy, here's, here's an unfortunate development. The Rhode Island Department of Health begins accepting applications for safe injection sites. This is what happens when you have progressive Democrats in charge. Safe injection sites, yeah, that's for junkies and drug addicts. Of which suddenly, you mark my words, you're going to have a lot of them moving to Rhode Island because Governor McKee is basically legalizing heroin, meth. I mean, the amount of opioid abuse. But boy, he will anything for a vote, anything for a vote. Oh, can I maybe get some votes that way? Boom. Then I'll do that. Anything for uh, anything for a vote. Now tonight, this is high stakes, as Governor McKee will be delivering. Um, excuse me, <laughs> President President Biden will be delivering the State of the Union. Is there really a difference? I don't know. Governor McKee, he really struggled through his um his State of the State. Again, if you're not used to, if you're not used to using the teleprompter, of which he clearly was not. It's um, it's very difficult. Now, folks, tonight you will also see political theater. Let's go to uh, MSNBC. Nancy Pelosi, she's going to wear a mask tonight at the State of the Union. So a lot of them, good, let them, because you know how the rest of the country is going to react. A lot of the Democrats are going to wear. Mask tonight at the state of the union CDC
3: mask guidance was changed last week today D.C. you officially lifted its indoor mask guidance are you going to be wearing a mask tonight
1: no i'm not going to be wearing a mask tonight if i had little children or if i were around little grandchildren i would because some of them would not be vaccinated or if i were around a person or were a person with a uh pre some kind of a condition that ...would make me susceptible to it. So I think people have to use their judgment about it. But I do think uh, that it, if people make their own judgment, I make my own judgment that I won't be wearing a mask
2: tonight. Oh, all right. I thought the headline had said... Oh, she's saying if she had little children that she uh, would be um, would be wearing it. I thought initially... that That's my fault. I thought she was saying that she... Uh, most likely would be. I, you watch. They'll, they'll still be. The far left, I'd be surprised. I think the, the squad, AOC and her crew, they, I believe, they will, um, I think they'll, you watch, that they'll be, um, that, the, watch the, well, that's that's something to tune in to watch. Watch how the number of people who will be wearing a mask um, tonight. I think it's, I think it's really interesting that uh, you know there are, there are mercenary soldiers. There's there are people that in different countries who they I know it sounds odd, but they like war. They enjoy war, and at the same time, they want to help the Ukrainian people. And they're making their way into. Ukraine uh, to help out the people of Ukraine. As a matter of fact, so that's how much people. But this state of the union with President Biden, his first tonight, eight o'clock. We're gonna have to watch Vice President Harris up there. We're gonna have to watch Nancy Pelosi. I think this is. I think this is the only time you're gonna see. Nancy Pelosi up there. I I see no indication that anything is going to stop... Um, that anything is going to stop Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans, I don't think, from taking over. I, I If there is anything like that, I just fail to see it. I think more and more that this is just really setting up that the the Biden administration has clearly dropped the ball, has clearly failed, and they're going to pay for it. And, and Democrats are worried about that. Let me see some of the latest. 700,000 people have fled Ukraine to neighboring countries. See, that's what's also ridiculous of Governor McKee saying, you know, and we're inviting them to come to Rhode Island. Well, no, they want to stay in neighboring countries. And then ideally, Defeat Russia and then go back to their homes. Now, a huge amount, 377,000 people, refugees, have gone into Poland. And then you also have Romania, 40,000, Hungary, 90,000, Slovakia, 54,000, Belarus, 329,000. It's just, it's awful. And if you've seen the tower that provides the main signal, the TV and radio, has been struck by a Russian missile. And that is the, the um, second largest city in Ukraine. So it is um, the rocket strikes and the Russians, They're they're just clearly going after, clearly going after civilian targets. Now, let me see this. Ukrainian President Zelensky tweets. He spoke with President Biden. The American leadership on anti-Russian sanctions and defense assistance to Ukraine was discussed. We must stop the aggressor as soon as possible. Thank you for your support. All right. So there's that. It was also pretty dramatic to see how the U.S., European, British diplomats walked out of a speech by the Russian foreign minister top UN Human Rights Forum in protest on the attacks in Ukraine. I can't stand them. Start kicking them out of the country. Let them go back. You're not welcome here. You're not. There's nothing. There's no reason. There's no reason why these Russian students should in fact be here in our country. And certainly not at our many of our uh, top universities. which they, Which, again um they they absolutely are and, and it and it needs to uh come to no a stop. Now I also want to let's see, I think I wanna see the squad and they're going to give their um reaction to the president's President Biden's State of the Union. And I wanna um I think that'll be really interesting to see how it's, um, they're completely going to undercut, completely going to undercut the Biden message. All right, there's a new interview with Matthew Chance speaking with President Zelensky in his bunker. And this, uh, they're ahead of us, so this was just done a short time ago. I would imagine, let's hear it, I would imagine it's with the translator, um, Let's hear this.
6: Delegation to meet
2: the Russians for talks. Yep.
6: Did anything substantial come out of that? Is there any hope as the world watches
1: for diplomacy? They decided. They decided uh, to begin to speak about this situation. And I wanted. I really wanted. And I asked them. So you have to speak. First of all, you. Everybody has to stop. Stop fighting and to go to that point from where it, it was beginning. Yes. yes, it began five, six, today, six, six days ago. Yes. I think there are principal things. You can do it, and that is very important moment. If you do this, and if those side is ready, it means that they are ready for the peace. If they don't ready, it means that you are just you know, just um, help. Listen, listen
6: and do you think you're wasting we'll your time, or do you think they're ready? We'll see. Well, speaking from his very fortified
2: bunker, there, surrounded by military forces, sandbags, you know, deep underground. Wow! What a get! Holy cow! This guy is the real deal. Whew! He really is. That is amazing. You know, I want to. Um, this is embarrassing to see. The Rhode Island Department of Health is going to start accepting applications of these, self, these safe injection sites. I, I, this, this is wrong. They have a leader. We do not have a leader. We absolutely do not have a leader. Ugh, safe injection sites. Governor McKee wants to legalize heroin, meth, fentanyl in Rhode Island. The damage that this is going to do, Governor McKee and others saying you can live in Rhode Island and we'll help you manage your heroin addiction. What a terrible message. Absolute terrible message. How is that positive? All right, let's hear this. I don't think it's that Avery long.
3: A controversial new program that was approved by the General Assembly last summer.
2: So the pilot program would create safe injection sites for people struggling with drug addiction. Oh. Last year, the state became the first in the nation to authorize these
4: so-called harm reduction centers.
3: Kayla Fish is joining us in studio with an update this morning from the Department of Health. Well, this two-year pilot program officially kicks off today. March 1st was the deadline set for the State Health Department to finalize the regulations for how these so-called harm reduction sites would operate. Now, I'm told that those rules have been ironed out and organizations can now apply to open one of these sites. Now, the goal here is to create spaces where people can safely use drugs under the supervision of medical professionals without legal repercussions the centers will include items like clean needles and resources to prevent overdoses, as well as ways to connect drug users to treatment options. Governor Dan McKee signed the law last year to authorize the pilot program. Critics say that the facilities would encourage drug use, but advocates tell 12 News that this is an important step toward combating the drug crisis.
2: Uh,
3: Injection sites, they create hope, they create support, they they create
2: They create more drug addicts.
3: Where the stigma is lifted. It shouldn't be. A spokesperson for the Department of Health tells me that organizations that would like to open one of these harm reduction centers need to do the following. Submit a completed application to RIDO, provide proof of local approval for the proposed site, receive a site inspection from the health department, and obtain an acceptable fire safety report. Now, again, this is a pilot program, so I'm told that over the next two years, the state will evaluate how this program operates Terrible. to help them understand the full impact that these harm reduction centers could have here in Rhode Island. Live in studio this morning, I'm Kayla Fish, 12 News.
2: I don't see this as positive. I don't, um, they don't, and they don't deal, and again, folks, good afternoon at 140. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, our award-winning website, because of content, which is petro.com, And this portion of the program is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. They're waiting for you at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Now, on this Tuesday, March 1st, I want to remind people just how important it is to remain healthy. And, folks, that's the key. You know, one thing about COVID is so many people have been going to see doctors. People have been focusing on their health and you hear me talk about it it's my health 1099 Menden road in cumberland and i just implore all of you marie runs this fantastic shop and the service is great and she is so dynamic and you can get all kinds of vitamins and herbal remedies and hemp and cbd products and tea it's my health. Diagonally across from Davidport Restaurant, you know that historic building with the the um, in the old church. And inside you're gonna find great local products like icy and honey and maple syrup and bulk herb. Folks, joining us on this March 1st. We missed her on Friday because of the snow is our friend Marie and it's my health. Good afternoon, Marie. Good afternoon, John. How are you? Happy. Welcome to March, Marie. Let's march into, that is exactly right, the month of February. Oh, in a big way. And folks, vitamins, herbal remedies. Marie, though, it still says, it still is cold out. And I, people, do I hear a dog in the background? Maybe is there someone there getting some of the pet CBD? Yep
4: wow absolutely
2: look at that i won't keep you but folks it's my it's my health 1099 bender road in cumberland marie i love that so you do you allow pet owners to bring their (laughs) pets in absolutely oh wow absolutely we do we
4: have lots of we have lots of little puppies who come in to visit us
2: that is fantastic and who is uh can you just tell us the type of dog that we hear in the background
4: oh she's a little terrier. okay um and uh, she's a Shih Tzu Terrier and... Hey, watch the language. She's, she's, she's like, um, yeah, she's, she is um, about five pounds of trouble.
2: Oh, wow. But I bet yeah. that some of the pet CBD products that you have, that that, that they help her.
4: Oh, absolutely. Wow. The, the probiotic chews, the, the calming chews, um, absolutely.
2: Now, folks, again, it's Marie at It's My Health, 1099, Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Dowerport Restaurant. So, folks, not only uh, CBD products for pets, but also for people and natural skincare products and vitamins and local products. And, Marie, what I always hear from people, uh, number one, they have products they can get from you instead of waiting and ordering them online, and two... The people are genuinely blown away by the incredible service that you offer.
4: You order online. You can't ask questions. That's but you right. you can when you come in here. Yes. So we can point you to the right product and not just a product.
2: Yep. And then Ernie said he didn't realize. Uh, I got an email from Ernie uh, that you carry both local honey and maple syrup. He didn't even know about that.
4: Yep. Absolutely, always right. looking for local companies.
2: That is fantastic, folks. It's Marie. We have made it to March, ten ninety nine, Menden Road in Cumberland. It's my health, Marie. What are your hours for today and the rest of the week?
4: So we'll be here till five thirty today, tomorrow, um, Thursday, and Friday. We will be here from eleven to five thirty, and then Saturday from nine to four.
2: It may be a new month, but you're still the queen of health.
4: thank you all
2: right marie you take care of yourself
4: you too all
2: right folks there it is marie it's my health 1099 mendon road in cumberland i think i just see uh what time is it 145 uh let me just see this Zelensky, president Zelensky, also is urging president biden send strong message on russia and says i'm not iconic ukraine is iconic let me see if we have the um if I can pull up the full interview, because I played just a little bit of that. And folks, make no mistake about it. Um, once I am over there, I mean, that that would obviously be the type of person, that is the person that I would like to uh, eventually try to get access to. Now, I'm not going to, I don't think it's going to happen right now since he's in a, in a bunker. But we will... Um, we shall see, and who knows where this is going to go. The Ukrainian president has urged U.S. counterpart, President Biden, to deliver a strong, useful message. Oh, okay, he's talking about the State of the Union tonight. Rear interview, without question. Um, little progress could be made in talks. You can't. You can't. You can't. You cannot. Putin will not negotiate. Putin will not show any weakness. Putin has, has, has no interest in compromising. Zero. All right, let me play this. This is an interview just happened a short time ago with the president of Ukraine, President Zelensky. Very
3: important conversation at a critical moment, Matthew. What did the president Zelensky say?
6: Yeah, I mean, really, really critical moment because we are now on the brink of what many people believe will be a huge Russian effort to bombard the capital city of Ukraine here in Kiev and a real concerted attempt uh, to seize control of it. Uh, Vladimir Zelensky, the Ukrainian uh, president, has emerged as you know the real wartime leader of this country. And it was very difficult to get access to him because, you know, obviously he's in a secret location, he's in the centre of Kiev, I'm allowed to say that. But we had to meet... Uh, heavily armed Ukrainian troops uh, at a, a certain location then took us by their vehicle into the basement of a building somewhere in the city center we had to walk through these you know, very dark corridors all of them lined with sandbags with security forces everywhere and we were like deep in the bowels of this huge building in the center of uh, of, of of kiev where uh, one of the places we're told uh, where vladimir Zelensky, the president of ukraine um you know kind of camps out hides out as uh, russian forces you know bomb the country and of course the capital as well in, in, in terms of the interview it was conducted mainly uh, in ukrainian there were some questions that we that he answered uh, in english we spoke about a range of issues here's one of the so issues that we spoke about we talked about the uh, the negotiations that started some days back between russia and ukraine about how to possibly bring an end to this conflict bring an end to this violence take a listen you sent your delegation to meet the Russians for talks. Yeah. Did anything substantial come out of that? Is there any hope, as
1: the world watches, for diplomacy? They decided They decided uh, to begin to speak about this situation. And I wanted, I, I really wanted, and I asked them, so you have to speak. First of all, you, everybody has to stop Stop fighting and to go to that point from where it, it was beginning, yeah. yes, it mm-hmm. began five, six, today, six, six days ago. Yes. I think th- there are principal things you can do it and that is very important moment. If you do this and if those side is ready, it means that they are ready for the peace. If they don't ready, it means that you're just, you know, just wasting time. Mm. Oh,
6: wasting, wasting time. And no. do you think you're wasting your time or do you think they're ready? We'll see. wasting time okay we can see uh, President Zelensky there he looks very pale he looks very um you know tired his eyes are red he's he's unshaven he's obviously under a great deal of of stress he's decided to stay in the center of the Ukrainian capital even though he said himself that he believes he is the number one target for Russian forces that his family are the number two target he said that several days ago but but look uh, he was asked about whether he, you know, how he was coping and whether he'd, you know, seen his family, for instance, as well. And he said, look, I haven't seen them, you know, for several days. I think for three days he hasn't seen them. And so, you know, this is a, a man who obviously originally was a comic actor. He became the president, uh, a huge role in itself. And now he's emerged as this kind of really kind of important... You know, central figure in the defense of of ukraine you know but you know here he is leading the country from this bunker uh, as russian forces are poised on the outskirts of the city to strike at the ukrainian capital
2: folks that is amazing um i don't know they certainly want to find him they certainly want to take him out this portion of the john de show is brought by the kawisirin by the way they have delicious Polish food at the Kuisit. I don't know if you knew that. Two uh 226 Kuisit Avenue in West Warwick. If you enjoy delicious Polish food, if you go to the website depetro.com, we have a link to it. And when I have eaten there, it's it's just delicious. So if you enjoy Polish food, and also obviously American style and But they're waiting for you at the coincidence. Folks, the world, we need him to remain alive. And I I believe it is in NATO's best interest and Europe's best interest for him to remain alive. They want to kill that man. Now, I have been um, sent some information. Let's see. Let me just see the latest that I someone had uh, put out that they they think that it's perhaps that they need to get him some makeup. He needs to look rested and tan. (laughs) I don't like how the I don't like how. The, um, the you know describing him like he hasn't slept of course he hasn't but now this this is consistent now ukraine says it has killed a team of chechen assassins who were plotting to murder president zelensky that that's pretty remarkable um this was he putin has these paid killers folks this is like out of a movie this isn't a video game this is real life ukraine says it's killed a team chech Chechen assassins were plotting to murder President Zelensky. Uh, said during a televised address, the unit was eliminated. Chechen leader said some of his forces had been killed. Last week, it was reported a group of Chechen hunters had been unleashed. President Zelensky said he was the number one target of Russia's Putin. Ukraine has claimed it destroyed an elite group of Chechen fighters plotting to assassinate President Zelensky. Uh, said during a televised address, the unit which came to kill our president was eliminated. Well, kill is the right word. That's the only way you're going to get rid of them. Earlier today, the strong of Chechnya said they had been killed in Moscow's invasion of Ukraine. The unit was sent in staunch ally of Russian President Putin. Um, the unit had been split into two groups. The, movement were be- the movements were being closely tracked. One of the two groups came under fire from Ukrainian forces, a northwest suburb of Ukraine's Kiev capital. The other unit was in sight. They were divided into two groups. We were tracking them. One group was handled. The other one was in our sights. We will not give our president of the country to anyone. This is our land. Get out of here. Good for them. Since the Russian invasion began February 24th, there have been fears that Zelensky. Could be killed by Russian forces. In an address he even said he was target number one for the Kremlin assassins. I'm target number one, my wife and children are number two. Despite that, he continues defiance. 44 years old, has used his eye for modern image management skills, honed on stage to deliver stirring messages on social media. All true. February 25th, the day after the outbreak, he filmed himself standing in the dark in the presidency building with his advisors saying, we're all here. In an attempt to counter disinformation that he had been in his post. Uh, The military's here. Citizens are here. We're defending our independence, our country. Folks, that's all propaganda that Ukraine wants to rejoin with Russia. Lies. More Putin propaganda. Russia has not said how many its forces have been killed, but admitted losses last week. They did admit that the Chechnya fighters, um, I believe several of them have been killed. Yes, they kill in war. There was a choice of professional. They are just killer mercenaries. You know, Russia denies targeting civilian areas, but residential areas have been shelled. Moscow has invaded from several directions, from Belarus. Uh, Crimea, and territory controlled by East Ukraine separatists. It was reported on February 25th that a squad of Chechen Special Force Hunters had been unleashed in Ukraine to detain or kill a set of specific Ukrainian officials. They're a scary group. I'll give them that. No masks on this crew either, by the way. No masks on them. Each soldier was given a special deck of cards with Ukrainian officials and descriptions on them. The list is official security office suspected, quote, of crimes by Russia. All lies. Chechny squad was given an order to kill if they couldn't be detained. See, this is who you're this is who you're dealing with. But I mean, if this is true and accurate, then that would be a positive development. If they were able to take them out. Um, let me just see some of the latest folks. At 156, you're um, listening to the John DiPietro show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM on this Tuesday, March 1st. All right, this is new. Russian nuclear submarines. Oh, great. Mobile missile launches, stage drills after Putin order. Biden speaks with Zelensky by phone. The leaders discuss Russia's escalation of attacks on sites used by civilians, including bombing the Holocaust Memorial. Terrible. Wow. Um. Oh, good. The Queen's better, supposedly. Uh. Heavyweight champion Tyson Fury Fury says if Putin's troops want a piece of him, all they need to do is bring the battle to his backyard. If Vladimir Putin's troops want a piece of him, he said he'll fight the Russians. I like that. I like that everyone is calling him out. Biden spoke with Zelensky today. They discussed Russian attacks on sites used by civilians in Ukraine. Of course they are. They're evil. I feel bad for people to like hey wait a minute I thought we were supposed to like Putin and not Biden. Stop drinking the Kool-Aid. I implore you, stop drinking the Kool-Aid. President Biden underscored the United States' sustained help for Ukraine, including ongoing deliveries of security assistance, economic support, and humanitarian aid. Listen, get the Navy Seals over there. Will you? get the Marines in there. Um, it's about time Governor Baker of Massachusetts can change considering changes how mass interacts with Russian interests, kick them out. kick them out of here. get them out of here. Putin never gave up his communist ideology from his time as the head of the KGB. That, that is completely true. But you know who was right about that? The person that was right about that was yes. former Massachusetts Governor Mitt Romney. And I recognize that he's not popular with a lot of people, but he was right. And Obama scoffed at him. Obama kind of laughed it off. Folks, at 159... Again, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DiPietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, later, I will be doing a Facebook Live later. Again, next week, we are going to be right where it's happening. You'll be able to listen to it. We're going to be right at the Ukrainian border. You're going to be able to listen to it. You're going to be able to watch it, live stream. We, I am, It's and, and someone said, I don't know if you should. Well, it's already happening. Ticket is bought, and it is one way. How long am I there? I don't know. Hopefully, I'll be back for Father's Day. But in the meantime, we'll see. We're going to take it a day at a time. Folks, listen, enjoy this Tuesday. Welcome to March. Thank you for listening to the John DiPietro Show. Stay tuned for the 2 o'clock news. WNRI Woonsocket. W260DC.
3: WNRI.